You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem Podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today, we will be discussing a couple of things. We'll be discussing about what's happening in Loretta Hospital. Uh-oh, we in trouble at Loretta Hospital. And we will also be discussing the case of Briasia Terrell. And the new developing um, information that has just came out within the past 24 hours. So, stay tuned for the Mayday Mayhem podcast. Ew. Okay. Now, we're going to discuss our first story. Uh, Loretta Hospital here in Chicago, Illinois is in a bit of a pickle. And when I say pickle, I mean it's a jar of fucking worms. Why do I say that? Now, 
as we all know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. And with the new vaccine out and the numerous vaccines out, you guys know my stance on the vaccine. That's my opinion. However, the vaccine is out and it is available to those that are in need. Now, statistics allegedly show that COVID is affecting mostly black and brown and is devouring the black and brown communities. Allegedly. Now, Loretta Hospital is in the Austin community. The Austin community is predominantly black and brown. Predominantly black and brown. That's all that live over there. Why? Because that's what Loretta Hospital is. It's right in the middle of that community. It's black and brown. It's smack right in the middle. Now, Loretta Hospital was supposed to receive like a substantial amount of doses to cater to the black and brown community since it's such a in, in fluctuation, so to say, <laughs> of COVID in this area and the vaccines are needed in this area. So that's all good, right? This is where the problem lies. This is what happens. Now, let me go to the correct tab. Let me go to the correct tab. Because I want y'all to hear this shit. Because this is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be good. Wait till you guys hear this. Because I know some of my listeners are not here in the lovely, lovely state of Illinois. <laughs> and some of you are. However, just listen to the shit. I, I found it. Now. It came out. Let me sip my tea because this is hot. Now. These vaccinations were supposed to be given to the black and brown community, especially in the Austin neighborhood. Why they found out that Loretta Hospital CEO George Miller and the um, one of the doctors there, Dr. Um, Ahmed. Ahmed, why these motherfuckers was giving out the COVID vaccine to their friends and families and friends of their friends and families of their friends and their families of their friends of their families, friends and the friends of the family that were not supposed to get this motherfucking shot. Now, see, this is the problem. You say that COVID. It's just running over the black and brown. It's just tearing our asses up. However, you have black people 
and Indian people and white people and other people selling this because you know this shit was sold. Let me tell you how you know it was sold. How about this one? Guess how much, guess what Dr. Ahmed did? And you know, this is white people that got this shit right here. He gave 72 vaccinations to the Trump Tower employees at a private event. How fucking unethical is that? A doctor. You took the Hippocratic Oath that you wouldn't do no bullshit like this. You took 72. Now, that's just 72 that we know of. Wait, there's more. You took 72 vaccinations to Trump Towers. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. The, the, the motherfucker that helped in, incite a riot in the Capitol, a couple of few, yeah, him, his, his people, where they stay, his folks, they work, their employees. He had 72 Trump Tower employees vaccinated. Now, we all know that those are white people. Then, dig this, he went and had some Cook County judges and their spouses to receive this motherfucking vaccine. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. Oh, wait, there's more. He also, to a high swanky, nice little Rolex store on the Gold Coast. Yeah, motherfuckers, you heard me, Gold Coast. And when you hear the Gold Coast in Chicago, that's like Rodeo Drive, like in L.A. and all that. Yeah, a nice swanky little Rolex store on the Gold Coast. Them motherfuckers got the shot, too. Oh. <gasps> They are not eligible for the shot. Now, all these motherfuckers I just mentioned to you were not eligible for this shot. It was not for them. Why in the fuck are you able to take something that is not even for these people and give it to your friends in high places? See, this was, this was specifically for the black and brown specifically for black and brown it it was it was not for the white people on the gold coast it was not for the brown people on the gold coast it was not for the black people on the gold coast it was for the black and brown in the austin community area that lived in and around Loretta Hospital. It was not for swanky motherfucking dealers that had Rolexes on the Gold Coast. It was not for Trump motherfucking towers 
workers to have a private fucking party to give out shots. So they just had motherfuckers walking up in there with shots on platters. Would you like a shot? Would you like a shot? Please. But yet you say COVID is infecting the black and brown in my community. You say it's infecting the people in my community, but you taking the shot from the people in, in me and my community and you giving it to your motherfucking friends. But it's cool. It's okay. It's fine. But wait, there's more. CEO Judge Miller, which is black, which pisses me off even more because you know this is for the people in this area, in this community. Guess what the fuck he did, yo? He had a traveling vaccination team to travel to his church. <laughs> In Oak Forest and administer shots to over 200 people in February in the name of God. No, motherfucker. It was not in the name of God because it was not for those church people. It was not for your church people. It was for the people in that community. And I can tell you. There are people that want the vaccination that live in and around this community. I'm only maybe 30 minutes from Loretta hospital. I'm in Chicago. I'm only 30 minutes from it. I don't want shot. You know, Hey, you can have it. You can have my dose. You know, I forfeit man's. However, there are plenty of people that do want the vaccination. And then the question becomes, who the fuck are you to decide who is better to receive this shot over other people? Nah. George Miller, he is the CEO. He's the CEO of the hospital. That means he's the HBIC. Think about it. We as black people always looking for equality and to be not looked at in a certain way. But then we do fuck shit like this. Why would you sit up there and have a traveling vaccination team to go to your church in Oak Forest to administer shots to over 200 people in February? What else have you done? That they have not caught up to or no one is privy to. What else have you done? See, that's my whole. That's my whole thing. What else? We as. Human beings, of course. 
And as people entrust these people with our lives, we entrust these people with our sense of humility and we just trust these people. And this is what the fuck you do to us. You take something that's supposed to be for our community. That's supposed to be for our people. That's supposed to be for the quote unquote impoverished. And you take it and you give it to your swanky friends. Y'all have private events. Where you're just having vaccination parties and traveling vaccination teams in the name of the Lord. I don't want to hear, oh, well, it was for the church people. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Did those church people live in or around Loretta Hospital? Well, no. Well, they shouldn't have had the fucking shot. It was for the people in or around Loretta Hospital. And now that this is so bad. That um, they will not be getting any more vaccinations to that hospital because of the bullshit that they have done. Um, yeah, and also, um, the state representative, he was also um on the board of trustees. He quit. He is the state representative, LaShawn K. Ford. He quit. He quit. You know why he quit? And I feel why he quit. He quit over Loretto Hospital Board of Trustees because he feels that it's not being handled properly on how Dr. Ahmed and um, and George is being handled. The CEO is being handled. And I can agree. He's feeling as though. Um, it, it, it's not there. All, all the board and everyone keeps saying is. Oh, we, we, we reprimanded them. Reprimand? The fuck you mean you reprimanded them no they asses should be fired they should be stricken up all of their um they little uh, uh certificates and shit they should not be able to even give a shot of water at a fucking bar you might not give the whole shot of water this would make me think that if you supposed to be giving me an injection for uh, pain or something, you're not even giving me the injection for pain. You're giving me a water shot or a placebo. How the fuck can I entrust you to give me the proper medication or proper health care I need? If you're not even giving me the vaccination I'm supposed to have, you're giving it to your fucking friends. Whereas the people that's supposed to have it, oh, well, we don't have it. Y'all gonna have to wait. We don't have it. But no, you didn't gave it to your swanky fucking friends up on the Gold Coast that got Rolexes that own stores. Or the workers that work at Trump Towers. Or the people at the Oak Lawn um, Church. 
How in the fuck is any of that right? None of it is right. Well, uh, uh, both of y'all broke to me. Both of you, both of you broke the law. I entrusted you with my life. I entrusted you to do a job that was very vital to people's lives and you did not do it. So why should you keep that job? So I can understand why state represent a uh, representative Ford resigned. I don't want to have no parts of this. I quit. I quit. He quit uh, Tuesday morning. He quit. He said he strongly disagrees with how the reprimand of the hospital leadership was handled. He thinks that it's too light. Whereas they get to still walk around, both stay fucking machismos out, both stay chest out like they ain't did shit. And it's a slap on the wrist. Whereas y'all motherfucking friends got shot. This is fraud. This is medical fucking fraud. And you mean to tell me it's all good and they can still just walk around, walk around, have five with their friends, still do what the fuck they want to do. No. It's disrespectful. It's inconsiderate. And it's nowhere near what you would call even, even being a respectable doctor. Or respectable person in the healthcare. So that's what's going on with Loretta Hospital. Mm-hmm. And now um they have literally decided not to send any more doses to that area. So anyone that needs the dose, they'll have to go to um, a different supporting area. And now each and every dose is going to have to be counted and looked at and literally really scrutinized because of what you have done. They counted. We can count between them two. Just them two alone. We can count what? Say 500 people just between them two. That's just what we counted. What are the ones that we are not counting? Just think about it. How ethical is this? Should they keep their jobs or should they have their ass thrown the fuck out? What do y'all guys think? Y'all can hit me in the comment section at the website www.maydaymayhem.com or you can catch me in the Bigo streets because I am a host on Bigo. You can catch me every day in the Bigo streets and I be running them streets, baby. We're going to take a break right now and we will be back. For the second half of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. 
And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. Ew. Hello, friends. I have a business opportunity that you can't refuse. Why don't you check out my two friends? We have a production company called Two Hitman Production, LLC. Check them out. They got everything you need for your production needs. Look them up. You need actors, they got them. You need writers, they got them. You need producers, they got them. Hit them up. Look for Two Hitman Productions, LLC. It's ran by my homie Charlie Oxy and Matt Bear. Go holler at them. I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem M. And we are in our second half of our podcast, and we are visiting the story of Briasia Terrell. Now, I was made aware of this story um, when I was in a Bego chat. I am a host on the app Bego, B-I-G-O. And I was in a chat, and I was talking to a young lady, and uh, she made me aware of Briasia Terrell. Now I am, as you know, I do, um, report on missing children and missing people. And when she told me about Briasia, I'm like, Whoa, this was a story I hadn't heard about. So I looked into it and Briasia Terrell was a young 10 year old girl that's been missing since last year, um, if I'm not mistaken, since, let me pull up my notes. She has been missing. My God, I just had my notes. My goodness. Because there has been some. Let me just re-pull it up. I don't know what happened to it. I just report it up. <sighs> Cause um story is very it's a very crazy story. Now she went missing uh from Davenport, Iowa. She went missing in June. 
of 2020. No, she went missing July. I apologize. She went missing July 10th of, of 2020. Now the story goes her and her little brother, her 10 year old brother went to spend the night at um, Henry Dinkins apartment with him and his girlfriend. Now, Henry Dinkins is the biological father of Braisha's half brother. Okay. So she went to spend the night at break at Terrell. I mean, at Henry Dinkins apartment. Okay. She went to spend the night there. July 9th, um, July 10th. She was not to be found. They reported her missing. He was the last person seeing her. Now we're going to get into Henry Dinkins in a minute because he's a, we'll get into him in a hot second. Now, um, the Terrell family, you know, the mom has been cooperating with the police since day one. She had, um, the story goes that, you know, both of them was at grandma's house and Henry Dinkins comes to pick up his son. The son doesn't want to go by himself. So he asks big sister, which is 10 years old, you know, to go with him. Big sister asks mom. Mom says, it's okay. They spend the night. Mom goes to, you know, get ready to pick him up or drop clothes off. And she says that. Brazier is having a good time and she wants to stay. So she says, okay. She keeps the clothes knit on Brazier. Brazier calls her. Well, actually texts her that night uh, around nine on July 9th and tells her good night. She loves her. The mother replies, good night. She loves her also. The next morning, um, Brazier is reported missing. She was uh, reported seen early in the morning in the apartment complex where um, Henry Dinkins and his girlfriend lives. Um, she hasn't been seen since. Now, they reportedly arrested Henry Dinkins that same day. Why did they arrest him? They arrested him because he failed to report that he was a um, sex offender. Yes. Henry Dinkins has quite a very nasty, nasty, nasty past. And we're not talking no slap on the wrist. Oh, he was a pickpocketer or something like that. No. He has a very nasty criminal past. In the 90s, Henry Dinkins was charged and served 10 years for class three sexual assault of a five year old. Let it sink in. Let it sink in. At this time, he was 17 years old. Can't say he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. He was 17 years old. He spent 10 years in jail for assaulting, sexually assaulting, I might add, a five-year-old. 
So that made him had to register on the sexual registry list. Okay. With him having to register as a sex offender, he did not register. So they got him on three accounts of him not registering as a sex offender. That's why he is in jail right now to this day. He is in jail on that. And they are trying to charge him with two accounts of manufacturing meth in Illinois. They're trying to charge him with that also right motherfucking now. Right now, this is Henry Dinkins that we're talking about. The last motherfucker that was known to be seen with Brasia Terrell, him and his girlfriend. And we're going to get to my thoughts, but there's more to this story. Now, Brasia has been missing since July 10th. Her Her birthday just passed. December, early parts of December, this baby made 11 years old and she has not came home yet. Now, he was the last person to see him, him and his girlfriend. And I say that with my quotation marks because everyone has been questioned. And of course, mom has been um, cooperating. And she's been looking and with every um, search party, she's been out there. But my question is, where's dad's girlfriend? Where's Henry Dinkins' girlfriend? Now, I've been searching and searching and searching. And I cannot find anything on the girlfriend. Where the fuck is she at? Now, she was in that apartment, too. Where is she? Why has she been questioned? They even have um, three vehicles that they are asking the public. You know, if you have any idea about these vehicles, um, one is like a, a camper van. One is like a black little charger and one is like a... um a red car, but they're asking people if you have any knowledge of these cars to please come forward and talk to an Iowa DeWitt police department, you know, but with all of this coming out and Briasia Terrell's story still staying open in the Davenport area, there has been a development in the Briasia Terrell um, case. There has been remains found um, in the, uh, it's hard to say, it's hard to speak because I'm hoping that it's not her, but to know that The mom is standing there looking alone by herself, just looking to see, is this her baby? Is this her child? My heart goes out to her because when they announced that they found remains 
in the uh in the field near um a corner of 270th Avenue and 218th Street. You know, she was out there by herself just looking, you know, to see, you know, she don't know anything no more than anyone else. You know, two fishermen found a body and in DeWitt, the same town where, where this baby came up missing. So we praying that it's not her, but we won't know. Won't no one know for, they say at least one or two weeks. Because they don't even know if it's a boy or girl, male or female. They don't know if it's an adult or a child. They don't know because of the decomposition of the remains. So all we can do is just pray because they did do an extensive search for Briasia. Like soon as she came up missing, that community jumped into fucking action. They jumped into action. Mom, mom's family, they jumped into action looking for her all through the woods, through houses. They jumped into action looking for this baby. They did. And it would be heartbreaking if this is her. But then it would also be a relief because at least... You would know. So many parents don't know. You know, they just don't know. So I'm still praying. And I my heart goes out to the mom. And we still want to know what happened to Brasia. What happened to her? She just did not disappear in thin air. And then Henry Dinkins, you have a very nasty, 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 nasty past. Now, I know you try to say people's past don't define them. But when you are a registered sex offender, because you were 17, 18 years old, because you physically abuse a five-year-old girl and you were sentenced to 10 years in prison a zebra does not change their stripes they may get bigger but they'll never change their motherfucking stripes you're they don't and i can understand some people saying well the mother she sometimes you don't know people can hide things from you, but he was a predator in his, in his own, a five-year-old girl. I have a five-year-old daughter and I wish a motherfucker would. I wish a motherfucker would. I wish you would try it, bitch. I wish you would, but He's on the, um, he did not, the, the reason he's in jail now is because he did not register for the sex offender list. So that's why he's not in jail, right? That's why he's in jail now. And the mother is even on his neck asking him, 
why, where's my daughter? And she believes that he knows something and he's not saying anything, but, um, he's, he's refusing to say anything. So we, we're going to follow the story to see what's happening. I'm praying that this is not Brasia and that she is safe somewhere and whoever have her, just let her go and let her go home and be with her family. She is 11 years old now. She needs to be home and with her family. So I'm praying that it's not her. And if it is her, the people that did this to her will be put to justice. And my hands point to Dinkins being one of the people he needs to be held accountable. He was one of the last people that seen her. He needs to be held accountable. And he's, he's an habitual and, and, and see, if you look at Dinkins background, he is an habitual offender. He's a habitual offender. It's just amazing. I, everyone needs to look at his case look at it look for yourself i highly recommend everyone look at this case and look for yourself but i'm praying that this is not briasia and that she is somewhere okay safe and whoever got her just let her go and like i said if this is she could finally be put to rest and that dinkins be put to death for whatever his crime was with the handling of this baby. Either way, whatever happened to it is his fault because he was the last person with her. So that's my belief in it. And with that, we will be ending our podcast for today. And I'm going to end my podcast the way I always end my podcast because it seems that there's not a lot of love anymore in this world. And in this, in this universe. So if no one told you they love you, I love you. I truly, truly do. I really do. I really do love y'all. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. Okay. And please don't forget to follow me on Bego. I am now a host on the app Bego, where I will be streaming every day for at least two to four hours a day. And you can talk and interact with me and sit up there on the panel and talk some shit with your girl, Mayday Mayhem. Ew. Please join me and my other panel members and we sit up and have a good time. And if you have any questions or you just want to chime in on the conversation, please hit me up at www.maydaymayham.com. That is M-A-Y-D-A-Y-M-A-Y-H-A-I-M.com. Yes, y'all, I almost forgot how to spell Mayday. Shit, that means I'm getting old. <laughs> For real, I love y'all. Have a great day. Stay safe and healthy. All right.
Be true to who you is and love yourself. I be out.